Hi guys, this is Larissa. And this is Samara. And you're listening to Absolutely, Absolutely Clueless. An honest but clueless guide to life in the form of a podcast. We'll be talking about all sorts of topics, from careers to relationships to situationships and more. Ultimately, we're just here to show you that none of us really know what we're doing. So just remember to take our advice with a pinch of salt. And with that being said, don't forget to follow us on social media at underscore absolutely clueless. And let's get started. And we're back with part two of this episode on toxic traits. Uh, We are going to be continuing and finishing off the list that we created for you guys, just to give you guys more guidance um, on what to avoid, what to look out for. Uh, And hopefully if you've dealt with any of this, then you can weigh in as well. Um, So without further ado, we'll get straight back into it. Um, And make sure you stick around till the end of this episode because we have more information on our fabulous giveaway. Um, so we've got another uh, toxic behaviour on the list, which is silent treatment. So in response to like, oh, you know what? I think a lot of, um, I don't want to obviously generalise because I know females that do this too, but I know a lot of guys do this because it's actually very highly encouraged for men to shy away from emotions and when mm-hmm. they get super emotional if they're upset with you about something, yeah. Um, rather than sit you down and explain why they're upset with you about something, you'll just sense that they're off. yeah. Me but off. then I feel like there's a difference between silent treatment, being silent because you're processing your emotions and you, you're not so good at communicating yet. So you haven't figured out how to tell your partner that something's bothering you. So you're just a bit silent, you're a bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then using silent treatment as punishment. a punishment yeah. and as a weapon against your partner, that's yeah. really fucking toxic because especially if like, for example normally you spend like let's say you you live with your partner so you spend every day with them mm-hmm. and you've you're in a routine of like cooking together watching something together and just like generally having conversations before you go to bed and then if all of a sudden out of like there's no indication that your partner has done anything wrong if you stop speaking to them you don't even look at them you just speak like maybe the absolute minimum amount mm-hmm. of words and then they can sense that something goes off. So then they say to you, oh, what's wrong? And you say nothing. Or you just don't speak to them. But you're still treating them. You're giving yeah, them the cold shoulder. Still... You go to bed, you roll over. Yeah. And yeah. now your partner's like really like feeling insecure. Like, what did I actually do? And in their head, they're thinking, oh my God, like, what is it? Have I done something really bad? Is the relationship over? Like, how can I fix this? They're, pan- they're like panicking. Yeah. And kind of come to their own conclusions. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a really toxic behaviour because you're not communicating, you're just being mean, <laughs> like and mm. you're not helping the relationship at all because it's not it's just not healthy. You're not trying to yeah. open communication, like you're not trying to start a conversation. I think it's really interesting to see how people actually um behave in when it comes to conflict in relationships, it's very telling, really important because I think there's a constant thing where I kind of tell my friends that me and my boyfriend don't have, haven't really argued. Like, I think we've had maybe two arguments in our relationship. That doesn't mean that we don't disagree a lot. Um, It just doesn't escalate to an argument because we have very similar communication styles. Um, And I've been with people where I have argued a lot because we didn't have the same communication styles. I wanted to talk about it, they didn't. And, you know, sometimes they would want to do things that were were like getting you back through behaviours of like um, ignoring you or Mm. posting certain things on 
on social media. Yeah, oh my um, God, that's really toxic when people do that. Yeah. Like, I'm friends with so many people on Facebook that they love to fucking put all indirect. their relationship drama, yeah, all the indirect. Some some people fully out, like, members of their family on Facebook. Oh my God. That, like, I think that's crazy. I, I think it's trashy behavior. It's trashy behavior. Like, just keep it keep quiet. Keep it yourself, yeah. man. I don't need to know that shit. The strangers on Facebook now all know your business. Like, yeah, why well are you done. doing that? <laughs> well done. Yeah, exactly. Now, you look like a fool, too. Yeah. Because you're engaging in that drama, like. I, yeah, you're like a fool because now you're happily associating yourself yeah with like someone who apparently has pissed you off or whatever yeah or yeah. done wrong in your opinion yeah so you know i don't get that i think mm. people it's people that um want people to validate their anger and upset yeah yeah um you know they want people to rally behind them and go you were right we understand you we hear you again this is work that you need to do internally exactly <laughs> you need to work on yourself like a lot like yeah. you need to be 100% certain that the things that you're hurt about, that your boundaries um, are your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And if someone crosses those, then you're completely valid for feeling upset about it. You can't yeah. be in a situation where you are a bit unsure about your boundaries. Maybe you're, you're open to having them moved around a bit, depending on who you're with. Yeah. Um, and then you get a bit upset about maybe one of your boundaries is um, you want to be told... Uh, if your partner's gonna be staying out all night mm. or if they're gonna be coming home. But you're like, okay, well he or she doesn't really like having like a curfew. He feels like it's restrictive. So I'm just gonna, I'll just let him, you know, just stay out and I'll just, hopefully, if he's a good boyfriend, he'll come back Yeah. at, you know, 3 a.m. And he goes to after as he comes back at 7 a.m. But you've not discussed the boundary so now you're going on social media going, I can't believe my boyfriend came back and said, <laughs> and well, you, you didn't put, you didn't lay out the boundary. Yeah. You were happy to flirt with the boundary. Yeah. And now you've learned the hard way that that boundary should never have been crossed. Exactly. <laughs> now you're upset, but you're not even just, like you can't even, you're not even really allowed to be upset yeah. because you didn't make it clear that that was something that was going to yeah. make you upset. So exactly. actually it's all on you now. Like, yeah. So now you're the one in the wrong, and yeah. you need to you need to sort that out. You need to fix it. Yeah, it's you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because people don't realize as well. Um, every relationship, individual relationship, have has different models on what works and what doesn't. And if people have come from past relationships and certain things have been okay and certain things haven't, um, then that's the mentality they've got going into your relationship now because they're learning. Yeah what you like and dislike. And if you're not going to say outright, because you're worried that it's going to turn them off, but you're still hoping that they just read your mm. mind and fucking do it anyway because they're telepathic. Exactly. Um, just pisses me off. Yeah, no. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't understand what you expect people to do yeah. um, in that situation because now um, you've just created just created drama waiting to happen. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, because you didn't communicate. But, you know, I'm a really bad communicator myself, so... I have told... Okay, let me tell you a quick story about uh, a conversation me and Larissa had. <laughs> yeah, I hate it, mind. Okay. So, I... <laughs> oh, no, I, it's gonna be said. I think um, with your relationship in the past, obviously, we had a lot of conversations. Yeah. Um, but I remember one in particular where... Um, I think it was like... Uh, but it was the exclusivity conversation. Ah, uh, well, yeah, we talked about this. We have. In the episode before. But 
we didn't go in the sea top. So, <laughs> so the situation was, um, I think you were kind of, you were kind of saying to me at the time. <laughs> I can't go. You were like, trying to make out like, oh, I'm not, I, I can't, I want a relationship. I'm like, okay, so could you see it happening with him? You were like, yeah. And I was like, do you like him? You're like, yeah, no, I do like him. I, I can see it getting deep. I have definitely caught feelings. And I was like, okay, so are you exclusive? You're like, no. And I, let me quote this. And she said, I want it to happen naturally. <laughs> the and then, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, basically, that means I want him to ask me. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I don't want to do it. No, this is something that I've realised about myself. Like, I don't want to do it. I'm not the person that is going to take a guy out of his shell. He needs to take me out of my shell. Like, but I mean, the thing is, though, with with that situation, because that was one of your boundaries, and obviously now you, you're very... Yeah. Like, I think now you're like, no, this is the way I like to date, and that is it, and I yeah, want to make so that clear true. to people. Yeah. Um, but at the time, when you were younger, you were flirting with the boundary a bit because you were like, well, I don't want to say something that could maybe be a bit shocking and maybe yeah. cause a bit of um a, a bit of pushback mm-hmm. um or a bit of volatility yeah, so what i'm true. just gonna do is cross my Wait. fingers and hope <laughs> <laughs> just like aspect exclusivity because i don't really want him to be i would get annoyed if he was speaking i remember asking you as well i was like would you be annoyed if he, if he was speaking to the girls you're like yeah but i don't think he is and yeah, I, was like, I know. Yeah, it's not out there. So if you find out, you're gonna be pissed off, and you have every right to be. But in a way, you do. I can't hold it against him. Yeah. I feel like I have the right to feel how I feel. Yeah, but I wouldn't be able to hold it against him because yeah. he didn't promise anything. Yeah, I didn't make never, him promise anything, and it was never laid out that that was a boundary of yours. Mm. So that is a prime example of. Being, also, also, it didn't work. Being patient didn't work because it ended up coming out like, but just n- not in, not in a planned way. So then, right. do you remember? Like, yeah. um, I don't really. I'm not getting into it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but well, okay, fine. No, I'll get into it. I don't remember what happened exactly. Um, I think I got annoyed at him or something. No, I don't remember. Basically, it was about to like end between us, um, and then we had to meet up. And then the emotions were just high up in the air. And then I think that's when it just came out, really, that I wanted something more with him. But it could have been done so much more classily, you know? Yeah, gracefully. Gracefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, like, you have to be... Lay them all out. Yeah, yeah, you have to be honest with yourself and also honest with the person that you're interacting with. Yeah. um, In order to, like, um, just keep it, things in control as well because yeah. eventually the emotions will they'll, they'll get to you <laughs> exactly you can't be this cool chill. I think a lot of girls want to be like I want to be a laid back like, I don't want to put pressure yeah, on it but yeah. if you want something it's not putting pressure on it if you're if simply by telling someone what you want yeah because if they disagree then bye yeah okay, they're not bye. for you yeah yeah but I think people want, a lot of girls want to come across like, you know, I'm not that needy girl. Like, I don't need a relationship. Like, I yeah. don't need um, any sort of, like, confirmation from you. I'm chill. I'm chill to just wait and see what happens. And then when something goes down with someone else, or maybe he exhibits behavior that you aren't okay with. Yeah. All of a sudden, now you're head up and annoyed because you didn't actually mean what you said when yeah. you said you were going to be chill so you lied you, you lied to yourself yeah and you lied to him 
and now your feelings are hurt that's great everyone's just like this is a great situation yeah everyone's loving life now yeah so yeah save yourself the trouble save yourself the time yeah but it is hard though it, it is, is hard. hard like i don't think i've learned how to communicate though um i think i've learned more about myself yeah. and i've learned more about like how i want to go about things that doesn't mean i'm actually good at going about the things that i the way that i want to go about them yeah. you know like, i think i remember saying this to you as well at the time actually um mm. i was like if you're worried about how it's going to come across or how it's going to be received um imagine he was saying it to you Mm-hmm. Um, and ask yourself how you would feel if he said, um, I really like you um, going forward. I want to be exclusive with you if you don't want that. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. Um, I, I'll take, take myself out of the equation, but this is what I want from you in the future. Like, where's your head at? Um, And if you would feel, you know, nice and it would make you feel good and make you feel secure in your situation... Um, then if he's of the same mindset, you know, just because he's a man doesn't mean he's fucking, um, yeah. like, from Mars. Like, he, yeah. it, he is still a human being. Mm-hmm. And if he likes you and you come with, with that kind of approach, um, he's going to respond in the same way you will. And that's kind of how I actually got over my social anxiety. I had to think yeah. about how people would receive what I was saying, how I would receive what I was saying if I was yeah. the person um, re- receiving I think, it. I think what I was thinking at the time was because, obviously... There were problems in that relationship from the fucking from the beginning. So like yeah. it was unstable. Then it wasn't. There was never a time when that relationship was healthy. So I think that's another thing that added to my like um, anxiety about anxiety about it. And then maybe like the fear of rejection rejection as well. Like I didn't want to be the one bringing it up because I wanted him to do it because of how like much I wanted validation from the situation. Like right. So I guess that's why. I I didn't feel confident being, you know, being the one to bring it up. Because I feel like in other situations, like I never got that far with other people, but I was in a more healthy situation with someone else. And I could feel like that naturally I was working towards that conversation with that person. Right. So I think that's what I meant by like, oh, I just want it to happen naturally. Like when you're at a stage when you feel so comfortable that yeah. it's just it's such an easy you don't even have to think about the conversation you don't need to hype yourself yeah. up to have the exclusivity conversation yeah. because it just feels so natural mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like you just you know what they're gonna say you know that they're gonna say yeah yeah or like yeah of yeah. course you're gonna be boyfriend and girlfriend because that's like understand- the direction you yeah yeah anyway. and it's clear it's been clear yeah but with him it my, my ex it was not clear so yeah. i think that's why there was a lot of emotions up in the air yeah. Well, yeah. So don't be in that situation, people. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> red flags are there. For the red reason. flags. Yeah, we're gonna do an episode on red flags. So yeah. look out for that. Yeah, can't wait for that. Is there, are there any more um, um, toxic traits? Let's see. To let's go see. Through? Oh yeah. So maybe tit for tat behavior. Oh my god. I think you I mentioned a it a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like how you were saying before. If your partner has come. Like, sorry, they they stayed out later than you wanted them to. So now, in revenge, you're gonna. I don't know, post a picture that you're out with a guy. Just to show yes. him, like, yes. Yeah. You're out, this. so am I, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're out with your with your um, female friends. Well, I'm out here with this, my bestie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, you didn't come home last night? Well, I'm going to stay out for two nights. Yeah, like, exactly. Great. Now both of you are unhappy. Yeah. 
and now both of you are also not understanding what's happening <laughs> like yeah. neither of you understand what actually went wrong and neither of you are actually talking about how um each part each situation made you feel yeah so it's just gonna keep going um stupid childish behavior childish yeah. childish childish behavior because the f- truth is you both want each other and you're doing everything to hurt each other yeah yeah, exactly. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? You, wh- why? Why? Yeah. Why? I don't get it. Why would you go out of your way to think of um, different ways to hurt each other? Mm. That's a lot of work. I think it's a lot of work. Yeah, I think it is just like a bit of immaturity, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, yeah, I think as well it's a protective thing, like you mm, kind of said. Yeah. Um, I, I remember doing that. I remember doing that with my ex. Um, we went on a break. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. No, um, and over the summer, I kind of when we went on that holiday, we're gonna do another episode about this holiday as well. We've got <laughs> it was wild. Um, oh god, we went on this holiday. Start with someone. Okay, said it. Um, and <laughs> said it really quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear it really properly, start with someone. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, <laughs> I, I did it in my mind because I knew that he would have. Yeah. Um, so tip for tap. And I did feel better going back to the situation being like, oh, so did I. Unhappy still, really cried a lot, didn't I? Because then you feel, you feel like a simp if you're the one that yeah, was loyal was all summer. Loyal. Yeah, I, I was waiting. I was counting down the days. Like, to come back. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you were out. Yeah, it did make me feel like I um, was a player in the game now mm. rather than just like being played. Yeah, um, <laughs> Take, but I'm played. <laughs> <laughs> you played yourself as well. Yeah, played myself. Um, and that guy was not worth it. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid girl. Um, uh, yeah, you what? Yeah. Sad, really. Um, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Um, and I still got my heart broken. Um, yeah. Learned a lot from it though. Yeah. But I was still in the exact same position I would have been if I didn't do that. Okay, so um, the last one. Uh, the last toxic trait that we had down here um, is narcissism. <laughs> narcissism. Yeah. Which basically encompasses all of the toxic behaviours that we've talked about through the whole episode. You know, narcissists are very good at gaslighting, manipulating, lying, deception, mm-hmm. um, what else? controlling behaviour. What we wanted to clear up here, though, is that narcissism is a mental disorder. Um, and what, it's a personality disorder. Yeah. yeah. And what what's happened a lot over TikTok and over Instagram, mm-hmm. social media in general, the term narcissist um, has sort of been coined um, and now everyone uses it just really generally when someone yeah. exhibits um, a form of selfish behaviour and it's so much more than that. Um, yeah. It's uh, a disorder that cannot be cured. <laughs> there is no cure, um, no. So it's... Not even with therapy. I think yeah. therapy just makes narcissists better narcissists because now they're aware of how they're falling short in their manipulation te- techniques, you know? Yeah. So they so, figure out ways to be better. So th- there's a difference there and that's what we wanted to make clear um, because people can have narcissistic traits. Yeah. Um but not everyone is a narcissist. It's like, um, well, you have the, what is it, the dark triad. Yeah, so in psychology, there's 
this thing called the dark triad, which basically encompasses um, like narcissism, psych- psychopathy. How do you psychopathy? Psychopathy and how do you pronounce that? one? I don't know. How to Machiave- Machiavellianism. Machiavellianism. So it's just people that have certain traits that are really basically antisocial and basically harmful to society. And I think narcissism is the one that I feel like I know more about. Mm-hmm. Um, more I've researched more into it. And in order to be a narcissist, you know, like the actual personality disorder, um, you need to at least exhibit like six of the traits, I think it is. Okay. Um, so obviously you might exhibit like one or two of the traits it doesn't mean that you are a narcissist. Yeah. Um, like, you do obviously have to go to a, psych- a psychologist and be properly evaluated. Diagnosed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But having said that, though, there are plenty, plenty, plenty of narcissists walking around. They don't know what they are. Even if someone told them that they were a narcissist, they'd probably deny it because that's also a trait. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, it can be hard in this world because you don't know who you're going to encounter. Mm-hmm. And it can be so easy to get, to fall in love with a narcissist. Like, that's one thing that they're really good at. They're very good at the love bombing in the beginning of a relationship. And then using all these manipulation techniques to make you fall in love with them, but also become dependent on them emotionally and also for your self-esteem you're constantly seeking validation from them and Mm. you're basically just stuck in a cycle uh, and then you end up in like an abusive relationship and it can be so difficult to recover from narcissistic abuse yeah Um, and it's really like I, I really want so many people to learn about it to read about it and just so that they can be able to identify these techniques if they're if it ever happens to them so i know every lots of people are talking about gaslighting now yeah i think more and more people are starting to recognize um like the clinical terms of um uh, a manipulative or toxic person especially in, in the relationship context gaslighting uh i think it's so dangerous because yeah, I feel like more people are only recently talking about it. Mm-hmm. But before that, um, it was kind of like people were bending the truth. Yeah. Or um, people kind of just accepted it because um, they'd be like, oh, well, they just twist things and they win the argument and they wouldn't know what, what was going on, basically. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, gaslighting is, if, for anyone that doesn't know, essentially when you... God, how do you define it? I think it's when um, a person makes you question your own sanity because yeah. you start to not believe your own thoughts anymore, your own experience. Yeah. Like that person invalidates your experience so much or your interpretation of a situation mm. that you really like, you don't know what the truth is anymore. Like yeah. for example, you could be wearing a green shirt and then that narcissist says to you, that shirt's not green. Why, why, are you, why do you think you're wearing a green shirt? That shirt is blue. And then you're like, no, but I, I promise you it is green. Like, I, I see that it's green. I, I think that it's green. But they're like, no, you're crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. Why do you think that's green? Are you blind? No, that's definitely a blue shirt. And then mm. when they're so insistent like that, when they have that <laughs> attitude, and especially if, you know, normally they're the ones that usually have the upper hand and you're more of like a... A people pleasing type of person, mm, um, a bit more timid. A bit more timid, and if you always want to try to be nice to everyone, because that's another thing. Narcissists like 
people that ple- people please. They they pick their victims very carefully. <laughs> they, you know, they target them very carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're gonna then instead of questioning them and being like, and standing up for yourself and be like, no, I think this is right. You're mm-hmm. gonna start thinking, oh, maybe I am wrong. Maybe I yeah. am saying things wrong. Maybe, and then you just don't trust your own brain. Yeah, I think as well. Um, a lot of people, when it comes to like arguments um, in a relationship specifically, gaslighting can look like, um, you know, if you're angry at someone, um, for example, if maybe you found proof that your partner's cheated on you, um, and then all of a sudden it turns into an argument as to why we're looking at my, why are you monitoring mm, me? Yeah. And all of a sudden you're now defending yourself <laughs> when yeah. you brought the situation to them. Mm-hmm. And now you're the one that's apologizing because yeah. you've been you've been gaslit exactly, <laughs> and they gaslighted yeah. you. Yeah, and it's like you you question it to yourself like, how did you even get to the scenario? Yeah. They're the ones in the wrong. Why yeah. am I the one apologizing? Yeah, and I remember um quite a few of my friends. You know, sometimes I'm like, you know, they they're doing this, this, and this. Why aren't you explaining this to them and explaining to them why that's hurting you? And they'll go, I do, but they they just twist it and they lie. And I'm like, but you've seen it. You don't need to go back and forth. It's not a case of who's going to win the argument. You're not in court. You don't need to prove it to anyone else. All you need to do is be certain in what you've seen and how you feel and whether you want to be in that situation anymore or not. Exactly. And people think that they need to win an argument because they might be with a narcissist who gaslights yeah. Um, and they think, okay, well, they've won the argument. I can't leave because yeah. I don't have a, I don't have any leg to stand on and any reason to leave. What I thought was wrong, he's just shown that actually I was wrong. I should yeah. have looked through his phone. Yeah. I need to work on my insecurity. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Then you end up thinking that because you're the one that's now in the wrong, that you need to work on yourself. Yeah. And that actually they're really lucky for being for still sticking with you yeah. despite your faults. Like, it gets so twisted in that way, and it's really scary. Yeah. Um, I think that can really easily link to as well. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, because Larissa's, like, the narcissist expert. (laughs) Um, What I've seen a lot of is, in the same breath, when you sort of bring an issue to your partner, um, if it's shielded with um excuses and mm-hmm. then but it's excuses that maybe are like mental health issues like yeah or um it's like clouded in um them sort of admitting to having a weakness and then all of a sudden you feel sorry for them because so they're like true yeah because because they might be like um oh i uh you know what i did um i did sleep with that girl um have a problem like yes I feel so insecure in myself like and I'm seeking validation from these these hoes in the club like yeah with me yeah can you help me like yes yeah no no that is a hundred percent um what happens and yeah there's also like other scenarios as well where um people will try and use their trauma to like justify the way that they're treating you so like yeah um say if that they've accused you of um cheating they think that you've cheated on them or like basically they say something along the lines of my dad abandoned me when I was a kid and now I don't Mm. trust people this is why I'm so cold with you um blah blah oh my god that shit is so so 
I see all the time. Yes. Like, it, it's so true. I, I, yeah, I've had people tell me um, <clears throat> that they've had um, really, really awful breakups before and that their, um, their ex has cheated on them. Yeah. Um, that their relationship with their dad's really fucked, that they've not um, spoken to maybe their brother or um, they had, like, uh, maybe they've even experienced some death close to them when they yeah. were younger. Um, and they, you know, it, it definitely does change you as a person. It can affect you. It can um, mess you up in a lot of ways. Um, in the nicest way possible, that's not my fucking problem. Exactly. It's not. And that yeah. is not fair um, for them to bring that up um, as an excuse for making you feel like shit. Because now what they're doing is creating the cycle um, mm. Much like the cycle of abuse, yeah, where you know they've had something traumatic happen to them, so now they're gonna be your traumatic event. <laughs> yeah, or they do something fucked up to you, you confront them about it. Yeah, and then as a defense, they use their traumatic experience, and mm. then you end up feeling guilty. So they're guilt tripping them, yeah. and now you're the one that feels sorry for them. Yeah, and you end up comforting them. Yeah, and then it's like. This endless cycle of they do something wrong and they get rewarded for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there are people who have definitely gone through traumatic events in definitely, life. Like, yeah. of course, like th- this is nothing against them. Like, you can definitely go through a, a really difficult breakup and then be fucked up for a while. Mm-hmm. Or um, you lost a parent and then it's made you have c- certain toxic behaviors. And it's okay that that has happened. But what's not okay is to put all of that on your partner yeah because if you don't genuinely have gone through those things you need to work on them maybe get a therapist and work on them. there's no shame in that there's no shame in being single for a while if it means that the next time you get in a relationship you're gonna be a better version of yourself yeah yeah definitely people people have gone through a lot I know that a lot of people have gone through a lot and it's very scarring um, like Larissa said, it's it's just not fair to put that on your partner and expect um, for them. It's one thing to expect for your partner to support you mm-hmm. um, when you're having low moments, maybe when it's the anniversary of of a, a traumatic event, yeah, um, and it brings back horrible emotions, and you need someone to hear you. That's fine. Um, what isn't okay is it only comes out and involves mm. how situations. So true. Yeah, when it's yeah. convenient to bring it up. Yeah. Um, and I think as well, a lot of the time, um, again, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. <laughs> but I found that a lot of um, exhibitions or of um, narcissists, especially in media, so for example, Euphoria with Nate, yeah. um, he cried when he was caught out. And I've seen this a lot and I've heard this a lot with emotional abusers as well. They cry when the person seems like they've had enough. When yeah. the other partner gets to the, the point where they're like, no, I'm actually leaving, and they start to pack their shit away, they cry. Mm. Or when the person um, maybe has found a bit of strength and they're standing up for themselves, they cry. Mm. And just like you said, now you're comforting them. Yeah. Now you've forgotten what you're even fucking saying. You don't even remember what exactly, you're angry about yeah. because your partner's crying. And this is the person who has always been stronger than you. They've always been... Um, uh, angrier maybe they've always yeah. been aggressive they've never shown 
um, hurt. They're never shown pain. And you're like, gosh, he never cries. He yeah, never cries. yeah. Like, he must really trust me. Yeah. Um, and I need to be here for him because he never trusts anyone. Yeah. And now he's crying in front of me. Or, and I need to be here. Yeah, or maybe, oh my God, it's such a revelation. Maybe this is... The breakthrough. The breakthrough. This is yeah. what he needs to now become the partner that I want him to become yeah. or her to become. Yeah. It, it's not going to happen like no. that, though. No. It's just making... It's just deepening the the manipulation yeah, and the it, the hold that they have on you it's simply a display of emotion that um should actually be something that's recurrent in mm-hmm. your relationship because that's the whole basis of a relationship um someone that you can be vulnerable with yeah um and when we say vulnerable it's ex- being able to display any and all emotions not just um happiness arousal and anger yeah because those are the only ones that um Nate. a lot of um, <laughs> Nate. Nate. Well, a lot of um you know these toxic people or in my experience toxic men mm-hmm. um seem to be comfortable with exhibiting and yeah. it, it's it's really dangerous because then when you do get in these situations and the tears come out people hold on to that exactly um, and it, it's so dangerous that's that's not it shouldn't only come out in desperate measures. Like I know. it should, you should get comfortable with your emotions so that you don't end up using it as a weapon. Yeah. You don't end up using it as a manipulation tactic. Um, and then maybe you can come to terms with what's gone on for you and maybe why you're not addressing it. Yeah. Um, so these births don't happen. These outbursts don't happen exactly. as well. I think so many people that are toxic don't even realize it Yeah. because they're not aware. They don't have the self-awareness and a good example of that, I don't know if I we should say actually, but um, Shaq and Tanya. Yeah, sorry. Tanya, well, okay, we're not okay, the only ones that have said it, because on Twitter... I think what's fair, fair enough to say is what has been shown to us through editing. She might yeah. not be like this. It might have come across a different way. If we were in the villa, maybe we wouldn't have said this, but mm-hmm. this is what we've seen on the TV. Yeah, she so. seems very not self-aware yeah to the point where she doesn't think that she's done everything anything wrong like she thought it was totally fine to bring martin back and then also still continue her relationship with Shaq. that's and what she expected she didn't think she did anything wrong with martin no to martin like <laughs> when she stood up there and basically called martin a test yeah um to his face to, his face. <laughs> to the man's face he's there Everyone's there, actually. That's the important thing to point out. Yeah. Everyone was there. It wasn't just Shaq and Martin. That's embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. But yeah, no. So it's embarrassing. It yeah. is embarrassing. And I, I yeah, I agree. I, I do think that, unfortunately for Tanya, um, maybe it's something that she can shed with, with age. Because, again, we don't know her as a person. She she might just have a few toxic traits, like we all do. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't, she didn't exhibit any self-awareness in what was shown. And, and she did gaslight a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel really bad for Shaq, but um, at the end of the day, like you can't tell people what's best for them. Like they yeah, have to, to decide it, it on themselves. Like yeah. even myself in my situation, like I probably knew it should have ended a lot earlier than it did. Mm. But same. Yeah, you, if you're not ready, you're not ready, and yeah. then it might take. For some people, it takes them three months to leave a toxic person, and for others, they might be with that toxic person for life. For others, some people need to get dumped. Yeah, like exactly. Me. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes that's that's what it takes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so on that note, I think 
um, you know, we could be talking all day about this yeah, shit. Yeah, we've covered so much. Yeah. I don't think I could write a textbook about I honestly think that you should write, like, a memoir. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I don't want to get sued, though. I'll just cover up the name. Nah, name and shame. <laughs> You're not going to see it. Because um, <laughs> he's blocked and everything. <laughs> um... But yeah, um, like we said at the beginning, if you recognize any of these toxic traits um, in your partner and maybe you feel, um, you know, like you're walking around shells, you feel a bit anxious, um, maybe you're even scared of your partner and um, that isn't normal and definitely speak to someone. We will leave links below for you to um, check out and um, get in touch with a professional um, to be able to um, you know, seek safety because yeah. yeah, it's so important to feel safe in your relationship. And yeah, and some and just to not go through it alone as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you don't feel ready to leave. Yeah, maybe you just need to speak to someone about what you're experiencing, and I suppose get your feelings validated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really important. Um, but remember, if if you maybe are the person who is exhibiting these toxic traits. <laughs> Stop! Please stop it. <laughs> Learn, bro. Uh, I'm actually worried that someone has listen is gonna listen to this episode and they're gonna be like taking notes like, mm. so if I want to manipulate my partner, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> no, so don't do that. That was not the purpose of this yeah. episode, okay? Yeah, it's kind of like when people like show you how someone can rob you and then they're like, thank you for helping the robbers. <laughs> but if, if everyone knows, then you know you're you're less likely to get duped by these. Yeah, robbers. don't don't get duped. Yeah, don't get duped. Um, stay safe on stay these streets. Safe. Stay safe out there, man. It's <laughs> hard, fucking, man. People are fucking assholes. Yeah. Um, but on that note, um, thank you so much for listening. Um, again, uh, we have filmed this episode, so you can catch that um, on Instagram and TikTok because we're on TikTok now. TikTok. Don't forget to follow us. Yeah. Underscore absolutely clueless. And um, finally, we can share with you our big surprise that we wanted to announce um, for a while now. We're going to be doing a giveaway for our tenth episode to celebrate ten episodes. <laughs> So keep following us on Instagram. Keep uh, looking at our posts because we are going to be posting about what the prize is going to be. Yeah, and how you're going to um, be able to win it. Exactly. So um, stay tuned. Thank you again so much for listening and supporting. Follow us on TikTok. So stay safe and stay clueless. Don't stop telling people to stay clueless, man. Again, man. Don't <laughs> <laughs> tell people to stay clueless. It's okay to be clueless. Okay. My stay God. Stay safe and remember that it's okay to be clueless. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.